0: We now continue with more of The Mark Milton Show with The Smash on 590
1: The Fan and 590TheFan.com. All right, you're
0: listening to The Mark Milton Show with The Smash, broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios. Presented by stltaxlawyer.com. Miller Furniture, again, with locations in Belleville, Illinois, Lake St. Louis, and now Ellisville, 1.2 miles east of Clarkson Road. Be sure to check them out in-store or online at millerfurniture.com. It's M-U-E-L-L-E-R furniture.com. Tell them Milty in the Smash sent you. Smash, big news. Yeah. Last week, yeah. last Sunday. Yeah. First round of the Fan Page Club Championship, the TMA, the morning after uh-huh. uh, morning show here on 5 of the Fan, has a annual Fan Page Club Championship. Uh-huh. I won my first round match in the round oh, no of 64. Kidding. Wow. Won it 3 and 2 uh, <laughs> over a gentleman named Dennis Miller. Great guy. Had a great time. Also uh, played in a foursome with the great Andy Hanselman, uh, who unfortunately lost his match. But it was a great day out at uh-huh. Gateway, uh, Gateway National Golf Club. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've been there. Spanish, I have, but, yes. It's a great course. The only my only complaint is we had to start on number ten. Okay, so the yeah. way they have that course set up, number one's right off the clubhouse. Sure. Number ten, you gets a little bit of a hike. Oh yeah, that's right. And I hate the hole. The hole yeah. is it sets up really awkward for me because there's yeah. a huge bunker in the middle of the fairway that's about 160 yeah. yards away. You look really bored, Smasher. You no, no, no. This? I'm
1: just saying. I'm just thinking <laughs> to myself. Don't hate the hole. Hate yourself because you're not good enough for the. Well, world.
0: here's the thing. So, Dave, you recall last year I caught a lot of heat mm-hmm. for being a sandbagger, and a sandbagger is someone who overstates their handicap so as to have an advantage uh-huh. in competitive golf. Mm. So I was a 21 handicap going into last year's 21, fan yeah, which is completely legitimate. I'm not that good of a golfer. I have 21 flashes of greatness. I can really, I can hit the ball pretty good. Uh-huh. Okay, but the short game is horrible. Yeah. It's just really bad. And that's you know what they say. Drive for show, putt for dough. I mean, if you don't have a short right. game, it's very difficult to score in golf. Yeah. So anyway, I was 21 going in last year, the first round, and I ended up shooting. I would say, I mean, it was a 79 on the scorecard, but a lot of putts were given. So it was really like a low 80s round, which was, in all seriousness, the greatest, it was the greatest golf round I've ever played in my life. Uh-huh. Hit, like, probably two-thirds of the greens, which is insane for me to be Pretty able good. to just go <clears throat> tee to green without having to do chips and, yep. you know, inside 80-yard awkward little shots. So mm-hmm. it really was one of the rounds of my life. And so it took a while to live that down because everyone – people who – you know it's funny about that was they talked about on the radio show and Iggy and others were accusing me of being a fraud for the handicap. <laughs> and the reverse was – People who listen to the show that know me and actually play golf with me yeah. were calling me a fraud on the other end saying there's no wow. way in hell you could shoot a 79, Man. I've played golf with you, but you're lucky to break 100, which is generally the case. I mean, I mm-hmm. usually shoot between 90 and 100. That's kind of my, that would be sort of a normal uh, normal round.
1: I'm not calling you a fraud, but a 21 handicap, that's close to a liar.
0: No, it's really not, Smash. You it's think not. about it. See, if you're 21 handicap, yeah. let's say you're playing a uh Moderate, uh, an average course, yeah. that means you're shooting 93 on average. Oh, okay. Right? 7 well, that's, par that's, 72, that's, if you look at it that way. I think that's how yeah. it works. I'm in the 150s when I play, well, so 93. Means, so, like, a 93 yeah, is good. like if I shoot a 48-45, which you. totals 93, Yeah, that's a pretty good day for me. Looks like And most so. people. Yeah. So, I don't think it's that ridiculous. But so, anyway, set the, I'm setting the stage All for right. last Sunday because coming off that, you know, what's he going to do this year? What's yeah. he going to So we step up to the number 10, which we play the white tees, which is pretty far up at Gateway. Mm -hmm. It's playing 235, and I'm like, well, you know, I can either try to lay up, and I end up in that bunker, or I, you know, shank my iron and it goes off into the the tall grass, or I can hit a 3-wood. If I hit it good, I'll hit it 230. Sure. Right? Right. So I hit my 3-wood off the tee, Ah. and I mean, it just, just hit it. Perfect, oh, and it, really? it literally takes, takes one bounce short of the green, really, and rolls onto the green. Rolls right by the cup. I mean, literally, Ooh. like as it's rolling, I'm like, oh my god, yeah, I'm right. gonna make a hole in one. Yeah. on a par four, I'm gonna have to quit. Like yeah. nobody's gonna believe, you know. <laughs> right. the, and my handicap is down now to a 17 because I have been oh, playing come better. On now.
1: You're talking, to but
0: me. so it would have been. I don't even know the game, and absolutely I know ridiculous right. if I'd have made a hole in one on yeah. the. First hole of the Fan Page Club Championship. But I ended up two-putting, made a birdie, won the hole. And then it was a pretty good match back and forth. Ended up winning three and two, if you know uh-huh. what that means. It means I was up three with two holes to go, so the match was over. So is that? Okay. So I closed out on What happens 16. now that you
1: had your victory? You take on somebody in another round? Yeah, so I got what? Todd
0: Callahan's up next for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I win that match, Iggy, your friend Iggy, mm-hmm. from uh, your— What's the what was the show? The man and the woman. Yeah, yeah. five ninety. The man and something. <laughs> we'll talk about woman. that. In yeah. second. So Iggy would be my round of sixteen matchup if Iggy and I
1: both win. So you, oh, so no you know, Iggy. Yeah. You know, Iggy. Yeah.
0: So what? What? What?
1: Give me the history there. I mean, was okay, there's some history there. Yeah. One thing I I admire about Iggy is his diligence as far as working is concerned. Work the ethic the always a very strong work ethic. Man, and the dude's got his on top of his game. Whoever he's producing for. It is got it set So you yeah. can come in A guy like McKernan can come in And it's all set right before him Because sure. Iggy makes sure it's set uh, One of the other things I loved about Iggy Because back then I was kind of like For some odd reason I was Weren't you was, the boss? I was the boss and for some reason I was hated It's like I ain't <laughs> you done that. Man- you were, man- you know, nothing, nothing you were management Yeah I was management so I was hated That's okay because I remember I used to hate management too So I understood the hate didn't bother me, but Iggy man, I tell you what I loved about Iggy. Iggy was just a cool character, just cool, calm, collected, and he would always go out every I'd say two and a half to three minutes and have a smoke, <laughs> and uh, and that's one of the things I admired about the guy because he kept his calm through his cigarette. I keep my calm through just trying to be calm, you know. Sure. But he uses a cigarette. And by using his cigarette, and I'm saying this in the wrong way, he looks like James Dean. You know what I'm wow. saying? He's wow. He's got that kind of cool. Wow. Like James Dean. Yeah. And the thing that really perplexed me ever about Iggy, because we never had a run in. But I know he was talking about me behind my oh. back. I, I understand that. It's it's management versus. Sure. Uh, uh, but what I always admired about him is that it don't matter. It might be 95, 100 degrees outside. He's always wearing a winter coat. <laughs> He does
0: see that, his
1: leather coat. Well, hopefully he'll win his
0: next match, I'll win my next match. And we'll square off in the round of 16. I think he's playing to a 16 handicap, I'm a 17. I may even just say, to avoid any sort of controversy, let's just play it straight up. That'd probably be the way Because otherwise I'd be getting a stroke. And well, Iggy's, I'm, from what I understand, Iggy's a solid golf. I mean, I've never played with yeah, him. Yeah, I know, I know. But I know he, he can he can hit yeah. it just consistently yeah. down the middle. And that's uh, that's a big part of the game, Smash. If I needed it's a, big a part producer, of the
1: I needed a producer based on what I've seen now. It would be either Iggy or Solly. Solly is a, a great producer. Yeah. I will say that. Iggy is too, though, man. Yeah. He had that whole station Look at Sm- produced. Solly just lit up like a Christmas Solly, tree. You Look know at what that. I'm talking about. Iggy's you bad in front of you, hasn't he? oh i can't even repeat what iggy said i know it <laughs> and i also
0: applaud mark for making the right call because we still have a few minutes left in the show and i could always just you know have ended it at any time but not that i would because i'm a <laughs> right. professional You're He's a just ask me You're this is the mark milton show with the smash and Solly, broadcasting from the miller furniture studios presented by dot remember the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertising smash Tax season is barreling down. Oh, yeah. The deadline is May 17th, 17. Monday, May 17th. Right. Make sure you get your tax return filed by then, pay yeah. what you owe by then, or you will face penalties. Also, if you don't get your tax returns done by May 17th, make sure you file an extension. You got to mm. file for an extension. That gives you till October. And as we always say, it's an extension to file, not to pay. So if mm. you think you're going to owe mm. when you come to ultimately file your Terrible. return, you want to make sure to make an estimated payment before May 17th, on or before May 17th. And I always tell people, make the payments online. Don't mail a check. The yeah. IRS, the mail right now is an absolute nightmare. Point. You can go online. You can pay for no fee using ACH. You can do a direct debit from your uh, your checking account to yeah. pay your taxes. Right. I always recommend that to my clients, both in terms of balances owed and also estimated tax payments if they're making estimated tax payments. We got another moment here? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. What What... What happens if you ain't got the money to pay? So I mean, I, this is what I do. This is I work I with people that can't St. afford, Tax can't afford STL to pay Tax their Lord. taxes. And the worst thing you can do is not file the return because that okay. happens. I see that all the time where people will just not file their returns yeah. because they know they're going to owe. Maybe they took a huge chunk out of their retirement right. because of you know due to COVID. Yeah, um, which we, you know there's there's some things you can do with medical with whatever. This, medical whatever the case may be. But the worst thing you can do is not file, and I'll tell you why. Because if you don't file, mm. you're going to face a failure to file penalty, oh, which can be almost twenty five percent of the balance oh, owed. Really? Even Terrible. if you do file, you'll still face a failure to pay, but you get a double whammy if you don't file on time. So you get a failure to file and a failure to pay combined. Those can be almost fifty percent of the total amount. No owed. way! But yes. So you <laughs> That's always wanna, wrong. You always want to file on time. Um, wow! If you don't file. The statute of limitations on collection doesn't start to run, okay? So generally speaking, the IRS has 10 years from the date of assessment to collect the taxes you owe. Uh, So the date of assessment for most people is the date you file your return. You're self-assessing, hey, here's what what, um, I owe you, IRS. And a lot of people, out of fear, they just won't file. Well, the IRS doesn't just—just because you file and you owe— they're not going to necessarily just start coming after you. There's a process where you know you have due process rights when it comes to collection. Yeah. And so what you want to do is, if you can't pay what you owe, there are different there are a number of different options. Number one, installment agreement. You can pay it off over time. Mm. Generally, the IRS will give you up to seventy two months to pay to pay whatever balance you owe. Right. There's also um, what's called an offer and compromise, and this is what you see on TV. You know, oh. I, you know, such and such group settled my tax debt for pennies on the dollar. Well, that doesn't happen that easy. um, But there is an offering compromise avenue that you can pursue where um, based on your financials and your ability to pay, if you can demonstrate that the IRS, um, you know, will receive an amount that's equal to, you know, your ultimate ability to pay, they may Mm -hmm. accept less. There's also something called currently not collectible. So let's say you've really fallen on hard times. You're out of work. You know, maybe you've got medical issues. Right. Right. The IRS will put you in what's called currently not collectible status, which means um, they won't, you know, actively levy you. They won't actively garnish your wages or Social Security benefits. And currently not collectible is not a permanent status. Okay, so that can change that can, you know, every two years they can kind of reassess. They could request that you provide updated financials. Um, But all of these options, the installment agreement, the offering compromise, and the currently not collectible, they all depend heavily on your financial situation. So let's say you owe the IRS $25,000. Well, if you've got a house that you have equity, let's say of a hundred grand, yeah. they're not going to accept less than what you owe. Now they'll still accept a payment plan because if you're under 50 grand, you can actually set up a streamlined debit, auto debit payment plan, 72 months. And if you do it and if your balance is under 50, they won't even uh, file a tax lien. They won't file a notice of federal tax lien. So that's that's something if you can keep the balance under fifty, uh, can be a really you know, really good huh. thing to to avoiding uh, federal tax liens. Huh. Notices of federal tax liens.
1: Yeah. I guess I'm gonna have to get back to being a karaoke DJ to try to pay these tax people off. <laughs> well, and
0: like I said though, you have options. Now if you over the state of Missouri um, that's why you get with this the, guy right here. The state of Missouri stuff can be a little more difficult, but hopefully, you know, if you owe <coughs> the state of Missouri as well as the IRS, generally, it's going to be a lower amount of money because the yeah. tax rates are lower. Um, but they also will do installment agreements. You can do up to thirty-six months to pay off the state. And the big thing to look out for with the state is if you've got some kind of a state issued license. um, And if you owe taxes, they can suspend your license. So we we, we get a lot of clients that are nurses or lawyers or doctors that might owe the state of Missouri. And you don't necessarily have to pay it off in full, but you do have to reach some sort of resolution. So that might be a payment plan. Um, They do have an offer and compromise program, but it's nowhere near as Mm. structured as the IRS. So it's a lot more difficult to get the uh, Department of Revenue to agree to accept less than what you owe.
1: What if you wanted to flee to another country?
0: Is there a procedure
1: there <laughs> so, so your tax lawyer so, knows
0: what's going on? Well, so you, okay, so first of all, I would never advise that. Second of all, if you flee to another country, they actually, the statute of limitations on collection gets suspended in many cases. All right. So they still, you know, if you never come back or if you, um, you know, decide to come back in 10 years, they could still pursue collection. Yeah. And also, what's tricky is if you're receiving income from like US based sources or if you have bank accounts in the US, they could still garnish those, levy those, and collect. All right, you're listening to The Mark Milton Show, huh. broadcasting from the Miller wow. Furniture Studios I didn't know. and it. presented by stltaxlawyer.com. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. If you've got IRS problems, give us a call at 833-LAW-1040. Again, it's 833-LAW-1040 to schedule a consultation with our attorneys at the Milton Law Group. Again, it's stltaxlawyer.com or 833-LAW-1040. We appreciate you listening to The Mark yep. Milton Show with the smash and Sally broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios, and again, presented by stltaxler.com. You can catch us anytime on 590thefan.com via podcast or the Mark Milton Show via Apple iTunes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.